Okay, let's do this one last time, yeah? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider. Call me Spider-Man! I want that ball-crawling arachnid prosecuted! I'm Spider-Man. I want him strung up by his web! Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I want Spider-Man! Hello, true believers. Welcome to the Spider-Man Book Club. On this podcast, we talk about everyone's favorite wall-crawling menace and his amazing corner of the Marvel Universe. Well, today, we're straying away from his corner and into the larger Marvel Universe, more specifically, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, We're going over what happened at D23, uh, the D23 Expo, which sounds like awesome. If Disney had a Comic-Con, I would totally be there. Um, I guess that's what Disney World is every day, technically. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, and as you can hear, uh, here it is. It's Lance Laster back, uh, it, you know, ready to talk some Marvel movie madness, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. So, so this was sort of in a weird way, you know, so part of the reason I asked you on here today was because this is like the other half of Comic-Con, right? You know, mm-hmm. so everything they didn't announce back in July, they've announced now, which I guess from a business point of view makes sense, but it also is just Disney just kind of stroking their own egos, feels like. Well, of course. I mean, it, it doesn't surprise me that they do this. I mean, like when people seem like I love the, the clutching of pearls that some people seem to do when they do stuff and like, it's like, no, of course they have an ego. Like, yeah. Why is that surprising to to anybody? Um, it, and and I think some people's shock and awe and some of their ire that they have would be a little bit relieved if they tempered their expectations uh, just a, a little bit, <laughs> you know. So like if they yeah. remember that, like no, they they are you know they they are at the end of the day still a corporation, so right. they have an ego, so they're going to want to make themselves look like the you know the 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 fat cats that they are. Right. And and let me tell you, I've been at I've been in quote unquote budget meetings. Mm-hmm. Not that much fun. So, yeah. Um it wasn't exactly a budget meeting, it was else, but you know, essentially it was going over the money for the year. Yeah. Um that I, I was just sitting there like I don't want to be here. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I hear you. Uh I'd rather have a three day weekend where I get to hang out with David Harbour and, you know, Florence Pugh. Well actually I don't think she was there, but uh Don Cheadle and you know, Yeah. Charlie Cox and all them. Mm-hmm. That would be way more fun. <laughs> no joke. Um, but I, I, I think at the end of the day, like I said, it's like part Comic Con, part two in a way. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot to look forward to, and I'm surprised at a lot of the stuff that I wasn't, and almost all of this, I wasn't excited for when it was first announced. Mm-hmm. But now I'm kind of hyped for. You know, okay. like uh, where where is your uh, hype level with some of this stuff? You know, like we get we got. At the very least, a you know director announcement for Fantastic Four, Thunderbolts lineup, um, mm-hmm. you know uh, a little bit of Daredevil news, and the big one that we'll end with is the Secret Invasion trailer. Yeah. So wh- where, where's your hype level? Um, it's about where 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 it normally is, I would say. <laughs> um, because with some of the things like we don't know much about, like like for example, Fantastic Four, uh, right. we have a director, but. That's it. Like, I still want to know, I want to know cast. Um, And I think that will, 
that will inform a lot about what the, what direction they're they're going to try to take with with the FF uh, mm-hmm. in the MCU. Because uh, if they if they cast older, then it kind of like, then that kind of leads to one one uh, avenue of storytelling. If they're a little bit younger, it ca- it, it's it um, that's another avenue they could go down. If they're somewhere in the middle, like that, like I'm already thinking of different various like you know Fantastic Four stories that they're going to like you know. Uh, borrow from to make you know their story work (laughs) um and like is this fantastic world already going to be kind of established um are they gonna are we gonna see franklin and valeria richards in this like Mm -hmm. like right out the gate like or is that what the avenue we're going to go down or are they going to be just starting out are they going to be seasoned so the casting will inform a lot of these types of decisions uh that's that's really uh, a good point and it's funny you said about tempering expectations because that was my first thought was they were like, Matt Shackman is directing Fantastic Four. And I was like, we already knew that. Yep. <laughs> like It was because it, it got announced as, you know, in, in official talks. And it's mm. like, is he's already in-house, right, with WandaVision. Yes. So is he going to say no? Like, probably not. Because and now I'm blanking. There was another project he turned down to do this. Yeah, I can't remember which one it was though. It, was it was it MCU? I don't. I think it was I outside. Know. I, I think, think it, it might have been outside. I think so too. I, I don't um, remember right off the top of my head, but yeah. Um, but also, but, isn't there isn't there something within like with the contracts and everything from like from the from the Fox purchase where they can't do anything until a certain date? That's what I was seeing a lot of. So, which is why we haven't gotten any any casting things because they're not allowed to legally um, for a, another for another year or so. Um, that- I don't know that, how how true that is, but but at the same time, like it, there could be like a little embargo until certain time passes. Same thing like with an NDA, right? Um, right. You know, something like that. So, or non compete, right? Um, right. <laughs> so, it, it, I guess in this case, like they have a time limit and they can't really say anything until twenty twenty four. So, mm-hmm. um, so which is why I think we haven't gotten anything on the X Men or Fantastic Four front. That that might you might be onto something there that might be there might be some truth to it at least because Mm -hmm. i i did remember hearing something that the reason that prey uh you know the the predator prequel for those of you don't know um was um the reason it was straight to hulu and not a theatrical release was because of that deal Mm. um okay so so there there might be some truth to that it's all very silly anyway like you know it is i know it, they they already own the damn thing who cares but yeah <laughs> i know but but i will say that i think i do think shackman's a, a good choice because um you know i mean wandavision i i was a big fan of mm-hmm. and so it's like okay i i think he can handle the the, the wackiness you know the, the yeah because that was but also uh handling um an ensemble um mm-hmm. as he showed a little bit in that show but he was also a uh a director on uh, it's always sunny in philadelphia yeah where he uh they, they talk about him a lot on the always sunny podcast mm-hmm. and so when I, I i felt like i was in like a dream or something when i listened to an episode they said blah 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 something about shackman and then they were and then the next thing i read was matt shackman in talks for fantastic four and i was like Am I asleep? What's happening here? Yeah. <laughs> you know, this, you know, everybody's talking. It, it's one of those weird things. Like, this is, you know, slightly off topic, but I don't know. I feel like if I learn a new word or a phrase, then I hear it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I remember, like, especially when I, uh, when I moved back to Erie, my, my friend and I were talking about 
uh, we were at a restaurant and we were going to go see Jurassic World. And, and we kind of joked if we should walk or just drive there. And he was like, because it's like a block away. And he was like, yeah. well, I, I guess it's a horse apiece. And I was <laughs> like, it's what? And he's like, he's like, it's an old phrase, you know? And I was like, oh, okay. And then I heard it like forever since then. You I know, know. <laughs> I, I know what that means. I know what you mean by that, because it's like, for me, it's like every time, like when I think about like, because I'm thinking about like, you know, getting another car, right? And yeah. so the, the the ones that I've been thinking about are the ones that I start seeing all of the time now. Yes. Uh, yep. You know, it's, it's, it's a very similar thing. Yeah. Um, but going back to your always sunny point, uh, oh, <laughs> I always enjoy seeing on like the, uh, you know, on, on Twitter or something like that, like the here's my cast of, of the Fantastic Four, and it's just the, the squad from Always Sunny. And it's, so, <laughs> it's so perfect. <laughs> yeah, I, I I saw one that Rob McElhaney actually like retweeted. That was mm-hmm. it was it was him as as Mister Fantastic. Um, Sweet D was you know Mrs. Fantastic or you know Invisible Woman. Okay. <laughs> well, that just <laughs> diminishes that character when you yeah. call her that. I apologize to all the women out there. Um and then I think it was Charlie was was Johnny and then of course Frank Danny was uh, yeah. <laughs> so and then and Dennis was Doctor Doom. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. I was like I I was like, you know what? I'm cool with that, you know. So and good. the fact that Rob McElhaney's behind it, you know, yeah. he's he's on board. Yeah. Uh, have you speaking of have you uh, of ff you know we're kind of all over the place but it's it's related have you read the alex ross full circle yet not yet uh buddy of mine uh friend of the podcast dill was was texting me about it and he was yeah. sending me pictures because he gets to work from home so he's oh, like nice. reading it while he's at work <laughs> oh wow must be nice so, yeah i know right uh have, uh have you read it no i picked it up i haven't read it yet but okay. I, I flipped through it god it's gorgeous oh i mean it's you can't go wrong with Alex yeah. Ross, you know. And um, I remember the Justice comic that came out, mm-hmm. like I don't know, like two thousand six or something, six something like that. Yeah, and gorgeous uh, as well. Yeah, uh, I didn't really care for the story, <laughs> but weird. The, there were there were really good bits in it. Uh, like you know, just real quick on that, for example, Batman had a good bit about you know how he wasn't going to kill Captain Cold but he could make it so that he could never hold a gun again mm-hmm. and just cool stuff like that where I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's uh that's for the other podcast, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, you can't go wrong with Alex Ross and uh, fantastic four is, is a property that I, I actually really dug the, the first movie. Um, I did too. Yeah. It, it, it was exactly the Stan Lee stuff, you know, come to yeah, life. It, yeah, it is. It is, you know, you know family friendly it is silly it's wacky it's all of those things yeah it's part of their charm yeah 100 percent. and uh you know and i thought that uh but i the one thing i'll give the fan four stick mm-hmm. is that i thought that the thing looked really cool like the cgi oh, yeah, he looked, he, he, so i'll give i'll give them that yeah. uh the rest of it just you know if it's on disney plus if you if you uh or you know bored <laughs> yeah and that movie i think is is more boring than bad that's a good way to put it yeah it in it uh and then when it picks up it picks up too quickly yeah yeah so it's yeah we're on the same page there um another announcement from d23 is uh it's not an announcement but they said it again was uh, armor wars <laughs> mm-hmm. where they didn't really say anything other Nothing. than don Cheadle saying that he's going to be in it 
mm-hmm. and he's excited, yada, yada, the, the usual, you know, yes. PR talk. Um, but, you know, what, what I love about some of this stuff is that the fan theories tend to tend to come true with some of these things. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, there's rumors that, uh, like, you know, Sam Rockwell might come back. Which oh, I, hammer! Yeah, that would be perfect, you know. It'd be perfect for his return, other than that little cameo in the, uh, what's it called, the All Hail the King short? Yeah. <laughs> which uh, that, yeah. I did I did laugh at when I saw him. I was like, that's really him. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that was a funny bit, actually. Um, yeah. I still haven't seen the payoff, though, for Shang-Chi. I, I'm not caught up on all that. Okay. Um, so uh, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Okay. Um, but yeah, and I, you know, I think that the story, you know, you know, from the comics that that's one that I think because Don Cheadle's still here, it can work without, you know, Tony. Yes, but, I agree. Uh, and, and, and plus, you know, throw in Ironheart, you know, and that's another announcement. Yeah. Was, that's, I think that's the direction they're going to go, obviously. Yeah. 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 Um, and I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited that Don Cheadle is still in all these things. Same with mm-hmm. um, Mark Ruffalo, you know, still yeah. popping up in She-Hulk and, uh, and then in, uh, uh, again, I, I know he's in Shang Chi, um, yeah. but um, you know, and, and Don Cheadle was in Falcon and Winter Soldier, which got him an Emmy nomination. It did. <laughs> that, that like, yeah, that like one, that I don't know that he's two in like two half, scenes. I was like, yeah, that two and a half minute bit. Is, is got like him if that, in, yeah, if that's the case, then like you know, Carl Lumley should have gotten the Emmy nomination. He's yeah, he was in way more and did. You know, more a lot stuff more consequence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, no offense to Don Cheadle, he's a very talented actor, of course. But oh yeah, uh, either way. But they, uh, yeah, but they were also talking about uh, Ironheart and how Ironheart is going to introduce the Hood, um, which I am very arrow. <laughs> oh, you had to go there. <laughs> like, I think he needs a better name than the Hood or Hood guy. <laughs> um, but. Uh, I, I I'm very excited about this character because I, when I was getting back into comics about like you know 13, 14 years ago, mm-hmm. um, I was getting the New Avengers and uh, Dark Avengers. This was right after Secret Invasion. Ah, okay. Again, which we'll get to. Huh? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I and the the Hood was a big part of that. It was a big villain throughout that run. Uh, obviously, because Bendis is. He knows what he likes and he sticks to it when he's writing. <laughs> yeah, he does. And, well, like, uh, like it's like I said, everybody has a thing and everybody has a formula. Yeah. Um, so you could always tell certain art, like every artist, like has a has a signature tell. So right, right. You know. And I think uh, with uh, with Bendis, uh, somebody's gonna say Tukus at some point. So <laughs> there's gonna be a Ghostbusters reference, and somebody's gonna say Tukus. Yeah. So. That's 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 a given, um, but yeah, and, and one of the one of my favorite arcs that he did actually was uh, when the hood tried to steal the uh, the infinity gems, mm-hmm. um, and you know that was just awesome. To, uh, that whole that whole storyline that brought the Red Hulk into the Avengers, and yeah, gosh, I could just go on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so them talking about this and having it be like a magic versus science fight um, okay. is you know a, another. Another trope that happens in all these shows, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer did it. Um, yes, to an extent, Smallville did it, um, and uh, or a little, and uh, of How course Arrow. 
they do it in drag. They do it in Dragon Ball. <laughs> well, I take your word for it. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know that one that well. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I, I think that that would be interesting. But this might be the first time where the science is going to beat the magic, I guess, mm-hmm. because Ironheart's going to be our protagonist. Yeah. Uh, and I'm very excited for her to premiere in uh, Black Panther uh, later Same. this year. Yeah, that's. Uh, did you read uh, the Ironheart books when she was first introduced? No, I didn't actually. Okay, I, I missed I, out on. I missed out on the wave. I, like I mostly caught her in other stuff. Like okay. she when she showed up in Miles books or Runaways. Um, uh, she showed up in Young Avengers at one point, didn't she? Not the original I, run, obviously, but she yeah, showed up I, later. Um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I caught. I've caught her in other things. I haven't read her in her in her original thing though. The the original was was really cool because it it had like Tony Stark was her Jarvis essentially yes and that was and that was really cool where and would also be a, a sneaky way to bring back Downey um, I and, agree and I also think that would be the only way I'd be okay with Downey coming back you know, you know I I honestly hope that that's the direction they go and it's it it, it would be cool um for for a lot of for a lot of reasons but another but but chief among them is you get a a young black girl being a superhero and then mm-hmm. you have like the the mentor the her guy in the chair in this case being you know the dude right yeah. and so this way it get it like this will hopefully get like haters off of you know this character's back right <laughs> yeah. everything and it's just like because because that's just the last thing that we that that we need with this stuff i'm tired of seeing this stuff happen to people who are like new to roles and stuff like that and yeah. um but i and i think that would that would help like in, in in many ways they they could do you know essentially batman beyond with with uh with with her yeah, um, yeah. i mean because because warner brothers clearly isn't going to do it so <laughs> well um, they tried with that girl and then you know <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> that's a whole other podcast whole but, other podcast but i feel obligated to bring it up uh almost every episode i've done yeah. for the past several weeks uh <laughs> my apologies to the people out there who are that no, don't apologize, don't apologize <laughs> to, about that it's their own fault that's true that's very true um but you know it's you know i was thinking about that and as i was telling you you know i i that would i'd be okay with downey coming back for that mm-hmm. um i if i had to choose and this is all just pure speculation but i would rather him be her jarvis over uh him making a cameo like in secret wars in a couple uh, of years. yeah no i agree with that you know, because in that case I, it, it's just like yeah let's you well, know. because like yeah, because like if he's just the AI, then the the focus still stays on on Riri, right? It stays right. on, on Ironheart where right. it should be. Um, so I think that's I think that is the wiser decision. I I I I hope that's the way they go. You know, we'll we'll mm-hmm. see, of course. Um, and again, that's an avenue that if Armor Wars doesn't do it, because I don't think they they weren't necessarily one hundred percent clear. I guess now that I think about it, Ironheart's going to have to come first because mm-hmm. that's they're filming it now, I believe, yeah. and um, and Armor Wars they've literally just announced twice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just haven't done anything with it, which I'm I'm sure it'll be worth the wait. Um, I I I never read the comic, but I know about it. Like, mm-hmm. I, and that's it sounds silly to say, but like I mean, I know the story. I know what happens in it. Yeah. As opposed to the other way I said it, which makes it sound like, yeah, yeah I, I saw it once on a bookshelf mm-hmm. and then walked by it. 
<laughs> that's how I feel hosting this podcast anyway. I say at least once an episode, like, you know, I, I know what happened in that book, even though I never read it. So uh, don't worry. I feel that way about a lot of other things. So. <laughs> that's that's adulting in and of itself, you know. Basically. <laughs> yeah, we just make it up as we go. Um so one one of the other things they showed that really piqued my interest that I was very surprised that it did was a uh, werewolf by night. Um, yeah, I was that that kind of came out of left field for me. I I, I definitely agree. Uh, I I remember them announcing it, but then I completely forgot about it until they showed the trailer, mm-hmm. which I will admit, you know, it as a as a horror fan, and you know, I've never you know I, I've never seen. Like like Wolfman, but I saw the original Frankenstein like a long time ago, okay. which I did which I did enjoy. Um, I I dig the 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 retro ness of it, and uh, directed by Michael Cicchino, which that was a surprise. That is the most surprising thing because yeah. you know for the uninitiated out there, uh, Michael Cicchino is a composer. Mm-hmm. So I did not know that his uh, that his bag of tricks went this deep. Um, yep. So that's that was that was new to me. Yeah, he uh, he's done. Um, he, he did uh, what's it called? Uh, Rogue One. He did uh, the Jurassic World, the, at least the first Jurassic World. Um, the Batman, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, among other Marvel, a uh, bunch of different Marvel movies. Yeah. Uh, also, don't forget, don't forget the the what what uh, what kind of brought him into to fame was the Incredibles. He did that score. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's a very talented guy and. I didn't think anyone could at least match Danny Elfman with a, a Batman theme that I truly enjoyed, but mm-hmm. here we are. Also, don't listen to that theme when you're driving alone at night on a very dark road. <laughs> it's a little scary. So I had to switch to the Danny Elfman. To... <laughs> well, he throws in enough Ave Maria in there for you, so it should be a little bit soothing. No, that's like a little kid singing a nursery rhyme or something in a horror movie (laughs) it's just it's all scary (laughs) especially the way paul dano does it um but uh but yeah but also the the main marvel studios theme he did uh Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff i love uh like i i kind of put him in the same category uh unfortunately we're not getting it this year but the past couple years when we had fandom blake neely did that where he mixed every theme together Blake Neely was the main composer on all the Arrowverse shows. That's correct. And gosh, that that was one I just I remember listening to the first time, the first fandom, my jaw just being on the floor, going, I am so pumped up for everything DC. And <laughs> and when I hear the Oh, Chiquino, what a time. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, but when I hear the Chiquino score, I just I it, it like puts me in the right mood, you know, like like the uh, the 20th Century Fox theme used to do, you know, just um, just really gets me in the mood. Like, oh, I'm I'm in this movie now. I'm in this universe now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that's uh, I mean that's good music anyway. Yeah. Um, so uh, one of the things that uh, was a bit of a surprise was the um, expansion of um, Daredevil: Born Again and the confirmation that it's not going to be the uh a season four of daredevil but more of a you know its own thing i guess um Mm. in the marvel universe which quite frankly i'm disappointed with but not surprised at you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean we we kind of know this they're they're not getting started just yet um yeah but you know i i at the moment i don't have any um 
any lack of faith in what they're going to do because the, right. the principal people that need to be involved are going to be involved. Um, I did right. say see something in in regards to to those two and just Daredevil in general. Um, you know, some of his comments, like some of um, Charlie Cox's comments, talking about like how this is you know a, a newer show. Um, they're not necessarily um, going to be. This is not necessarily season four. It's more like season one because it's in the MCU, so it's a new direction, right. um, which I get. Uh, but at the same time, it is a little disappointing considering all of what we and the collective we that i mean here is the people that watch daredevil like right. we still have a hunger for and, and want a continuation of that story but i guess like a lot of the mcu you just kind of have to treat it like a um treat it like comic book runs right like yeah and that that one is over and so now we have a new we have a new one and so um i think that's what this is going to be well it's it's interesting because it's a little bit like um like I guess the best comparison that that I could make in, in you know uh, to comic book was a, was a good way to put it would be like uh, like Batman Forever or the Suicide Squad right you know two movies that are technically in the same universe as their predecessors mm-hmm. but are vastly different from what came before yeah. and and comic book runs I mean they do this every they do this all the time yeah it, you and, know yeah and that's a good comp you made you said with like uh, Suicide Squad and um, and Forever and I think the Forever uh comp is even more poignant because because that's more the tone i think it's because you know because cox was talking about how it's there is going to be moments of levity in it while still being you know still being daredevil because in the comic books there are moments of levity right there are moments where he's a little silly and does a little you know does some wacky things remember in the comic books he shows up to a christmas party in a shirt that says i'm not daredevil Uh, i read that one yep so um there's another one where he goes to a bar as daredevil on christmas eve and hangs out with a bunch of drunks and stuff so it's not (laughs) like you know stuff like that isn't within his wheelhouse and that was during a frank miller run no it was anna santi anna santi but uh but still like that's what late 80s early 90s like it's like come on now so um (laughs) so i think that that is that's gonna i think it, it i think we're gonna be okay um i think <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit different but i think the character himself will be done justice and i think that's the most important thing to remember here i i i 100 agree i and the fact that it's the same actors with charlie cox and vincent d'onofrio is is a uh it, it is works for me at least because it it, it because i feel like they both have a uh, a kinship mm-hmm. with these characters that they're not just going to say no I don't like this this isn't you know or they would say no I don't like this this isn't the way we want to go you yeah. know do your own thing um, whereas but then again you know I think ju- just that you know couple minute scene from Spider Man No Way Home mm-hmm. um, with with uh, Charlie Cox I I think that alone for me was like yeah okay. that does enough yeah I, I was good I was good you know. Uh, I haven't seen the uh, more fun edition yet, so I know there's mm-hmm. an, at least one more scene with him. Um, so I'm excited to check that out at some point. I was going to go mm-hmm. one night, and then it was like 10 o'clock at night, and I had just dropped the kid off, and I was like, I think I'm just going to go to bed. <laughs> so, um, But I did get to watch Frozen 2 for the 800th time. So Sweet. So win-win. <laughs> um but yes, but I I'm excited for what they do with Daredevil because I I'm you know 
kind of like Batman. I'm a fan of both the the more lighthearted Daredevil and the very dark Daredevil, you mm-hmm. know. And same with Batman, of course. Um, I, I I'm all for it. I'm like, okay, yeah, it, it'll be some, it'll be different, but I don't think it'll be. I don't think it's going to be a huge departure, and I think that, right. I think a lot of people think it's going to be a huge departure. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be like. And I think that they think that like him in the MCU, I think they think he's it's gonna he's gonna be like in his daredevil costume telling jokes like Jerry Seinfeld. I think that's what <laughs> people think, right? Yeah. Or like they, that's or that's what they automatically think of when they think of the MCU. It's like, oh, it's just a bunch of jokes. And it's like I I'm I I'm legit I legitimately wonder how people are like offended by jokes. I I don't like I don't get it. I was like, do you not have humor in your life? Like, <laughs> like what? Why are you so offended by the presence of a joke in something? Um, and the presence of a joke in a movie does not make it less cinema. Uh, like yeah. for God's sakes, they told jokes in The Godfather too. All right? right, like so, like let's not kid ourselves here. Like those characters, there there are things to laugh at in those movies. Well, it and it's you know yeah that's a good point and it's like it, you know stuff like that is is not uncommon in movies like have you watched any 90s action movie like they're they're full yeah, of that crap you know? know like it's i know but it uh you know i i think about but when people will joke about that stuff or say that like oh it's just jokes i think about civil war where i can think about two different scenes one where tony gets all the cars dropped on him mm-hmm. and friday's like you know the I detected multiple contusions, and he's like, "Yep, I detected that too." Yeah, and so that's funny. Mm-hmm. And then you know, forty-five minutes an hour later, he's screaming at Steve to drop the shield because it doesn't belong to him; it belongs to his father. Yeah, and that's the same movie, people. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's called like you know depth and like you know versatility, right? Yeah. Like so, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I I don't I don't I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Just people are, you know. Well, this was a good point actually. Somebody mentioned earlier. It's like people are too quick. The same people who are quick to get offended are also quick to say, "Oh, you know, just." you know, man up or whatever, you know what I mean? Like they, they really are. Or, or say things like, Oh, well, you know, well, if you like, just go, yeah, go have your, watch your cutie stuff. Just go, just, just go watch the Lego movie or something. I was like, well, the Lego movie's good. First of all. So yeah. <laughs> like, sure. I'll go watch that. Um, it's funny. You bring up the Lego movie. Cause I thought this was really funny today. Uh, off topic slightly. My, I had like a playlist going in my car that, you know, for the kid, and yeah. one of the songs was "Everything Is Awesome" from the uh, from the Lego Movie, mm-hmm. and and my daughter's in the backseat going, "What's this called?" And I said, "It's called Everything Is Awesome." And she's like, "Everything is Elsa? Are they singing about <laughs> Elsa?" And I was like, "No, honey, everything is awesome." And I'm not 100 percent sure if she got it, but no, she heard it, Elsa. That's that's, <laughs> that's all. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but I I thought that was very funny. That was uh, funny. Gets hilarious, but uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I, either way, I I think we have seeing uh, you know, I, I haven't seen it yet. If it aired, it was is Daredevil in episode five of She Hulk? Have you watched it yet? I haven't watched it yet. Okay, as of this recording, it came out today. Yeah. Uh, by the time you hear this, it'll be a few days from now. Um, so. But I, I don't think so because I didn't see anything on Twitter. Um, that probably yeah, I, like we we would know if Daredevil showed up in She Hulk or not. Due to, yeah, due to the the online community. <laughs> That's true. So we know he's coming. We just don't know what episode yet. 
Right, right. Um, so, but I'm I'm looking forward to that because I think that'll give us at least an idea of what yes. we might be seeing. And I mean, but She-Hulk is also vastly different from everything else that's come before. Uh, yeah. And I'm very surprisingly enjoying it. Uh, I thought She-Hulk was... is fine. So many people are are tripping so hard. Like I just like... well, she was twerking, Lance. What do you want? <laughs> I, I mean. Tell me you don't know anything about She-Hulk without telling me you don't know anything about She-Hulk. Like mm-hmm. She-Hulk from the comics totally would twerk because yep. that is her. That's part of her character. She's supposed to be this wild, um, you know, uh, unafraid, you know, badass female, right? Who just right. does what she wants. And the fact that she is in control and has and has all of her faculties while having this power is the point of the character, right? right? She makes it makes light of the tragedy that is Bruce Banner. Bruce is the tragedy. She's mm-hmm. the fun. That's the right. whole point. Yeah, and uh, it's just it just goes back to I we don't know what to say to some of these people. You know, it's like if well, you don't well, some of these people, like we, I think we do know what to say to them. But uh... <laughs> that's that's for less polite companies. Yes. <laughs> um, but you know, I you know to to round that off there, I I'm I'm very excited. You know, Daredevil, I think, is um, he's right up there with Spider-Man, in my opinion, in terms of just great Marvel characters. Um, I agree with you. But also, but most importantly, Daredevil is like, it's the best thing that's come out of Marvel in a very, like, it, like it's up there. It's a it's a top three thing that they've done, mm-hmm. like, in this, in the, in the recent history of that company and the stuff that they've done on screen. It's it's top three and it, and it's not three. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh i mean i that's hard to argue it's true you know it's very it's uh i mean just just watch it it's on disney plus now it's not on netflix anymore so i'm sorry about that yeah but <laughs> it's incredible but, yeah but it's great it's great um another thing that uh that, that they at least continued to announce i suppose again this being the part two of it uh was the the actual roster for the thunderbolts which mm-hmm. I have to say, I I was actually really, first of all, surprised that they, they announced it. And secondly, mm-hmm. surprised it was on the team. And also surprised that I got really excited about it, thinking, <laughs> well, this is this is cool because this is the continuation of this stuff that I didn't think was going to have a continuation, you know, mm-hmm. in, in terms of Bucky's story from Falcon and Winter Soldier and the, the Black Widow movie, which I... For until now, I'll admit to you all that I I was sort of boycotting because I was like, <laughs> well, I was like, well, that movie should have come out in 2017. This is stupid, blah blah blah. And yeah. now I'm like, no, now I gotta go see it because yeah. First of all, Florence Pugh just, you know, if you're if you're dumb as Zach Braff, honey, I I'm on full call away. <laughs> uh, but uh, and uh, but uh, but also, I mean, David Harbour can be in anything, and I probably be excited about it i still haven't mm-hmm. seen his hellboy yet though i haven't seen his hellboy yet either i'm 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 too i'm too attached to ron perlman that's my guy yeah i don't know i wasn't i wasn't a huge fan of those movies but so i feel a little differently about it but you know uh, but i know like i saw that 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 first scene where we see him and he's lifting and he's smoking that's that stogie i'm just like, yeah that's my guy right there. Like that's <laughs> that's straight off the page. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I only read a little bit of Hellboy because I bought one of the first graphic novels after that movie came out, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, I, I I've always seen it and never 
yeah. knew what it was, but you know, one of those things I like, grew up Catholic, like, oh no, stay away, stay away. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, I'm kidding about that, but um, but also the you know we're getting like a couple surprise characters in, in the roster, Bucky being one of them, mm-hmm. but uh, Ghost coming back is cool. Yeah, um, I didn't it, see that coming. Which uh, I. I, I there's something about that, like her ending from Ant Man and the Wasp. I remember thinking, and I haven't watched it since it was in the movie theater. I haven't either. But I remember thinking, oh, is that it for that character? Oh, that's she seemed interesting. Yeah. They didn't get to do a lot with her in the movie. I remember that much at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be exciting. Be, same thing can be said about Taskmaster as well. Uh, that's that's what I've heard, and uh, yeah, but uh, so it'd be cool to see see both of those characters expanded and of course julia louis dreyfus you know she's welcome in any project as far as i'm concerned i'll watch her in anything i'm I'm so loyal to elaine bennis um Um, that not only that but uh, my my sister and i are huge fans of uh, the new adventures of old christine um and you know and that had colson in it you know um clark gregg and uh (laughs) and i was thinking about this it's not technically mcu obviously but Hamish Linklater, who played her brother in the show, was mm-hmm. uh, Victor Doom's Victor Von Doom's assistant in yeah. the first Fantastic Four. So I always think of that a little bit, like oh, look, my little Marvel people hanging out before <laughs> they were Marvel people. Um, but uh, but if you want some quality Hamish Linklater, watch um, Midnight Mass on Netflix because okay. that is that's awesome. Um, but anyway, uh, so I, you know that. And, and so the roster, I was like, oh, this is really cool. I'm kind of excited now. And then I sort of realized, I was like, why am I that excited, though? Like, like I like these characters. But mm. and then I, it hit me that it, it reminded me of, you know, 10 or so years ago when we got our first glimpses of concept art for the first Avengers movie, mm-hmm. that it was like it's done in almost the same exact style where it was like, oh, we get to see what you know, Mark Ruffalo might look like as Banner and Hulk and uh, what Captain America's new costume is and yeah. all this stuff where I just remember seeing those and getting so excited for the movie and and just like hoping it wouldn't fail. Because I was like, if this movie bombs, it's just, that's going to be such that's a bummer. It. I know. And, you know, and then <laughs> that and my confidence in Justice League versus my hesitance <laughs> to, or my you know, doubting of the Avengers ended up just flip-flopping that yeah. if you had told, you know, if you told me that in 2011, I'd be like, you're insane. But yeah. <laughs> who knows? Uh, so yeah, but, but that, so that alone in a weird way got me excited. I got nostalgic. It's like, Oh, this is these characters from all these different projects coming together now. Like that's what the Avengers was, wasn't it? Like that's really what? exciting. Yeah. That's, that's an interesting perspective because I'm, I'm not like you in the in the uber excitedness for Thunderbolts. Like it was something I knew it was coming. Yeah, and I'm just like I'm not like I wasn't necessarily asking for it. Um, <laughs> and and I think my my reaction was just like to to, to the announcement was like oh okay. And the mm-hmm. same thing was with like my reaction to the team was like all right. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll see it and we'll and I'll and I'll and I'll go from there. Um, I did see complaining about like how the team isn't really diverse in power set because uh, everybody's like a spy or like a super soldier. Right. Um, but you know, depending on what they're doing, right in 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 their movie, um, if they're doing you know stuff that actually 
you would need people with their with their skill set to do, then it makes sense. It's fine. If they're doing something that makes absolutely no sense for them to tackle, um, like Suicide Squad both times, then <laughs> you know, then then I'm gonna have a problem with it. Like I had a problem with, with those with those two movies, right? Like you don't call them to do that. Like you call like that that's a job for Superman. All right. I'm sorry. Like yep. <laughs> giant starfish alien like i'm not <laughs> calling a guy that can shoot with a with a magic gun i'm not calling that guy right i'm not <laughs> yeah but you know in uh in in that movie's defense though if i had to pick between one and two i two was it at least more plausible in my head uh, I uh, <laughs> um <laughs> Getting Dan's or Lance just to grumble, just like, Ugh. like whatever. No, I just man. said, I guess. It's, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not a fan of both of, of either of those. So. Oh well, well that's fair enough. Um, uh, the uh, the other thing that they that they were talking about during this that um, I, I was really really excited about was uh, again talking more about Captain America: New World Order, mm-hmm. and that it's going to be the return of uh, the leader. Uh, yeah. Or the, actually, I guess the first appearance of the leader since the Incredible Hulk was yeah crazy. Yeah, that that got me so excited. And uh, and Tim Blake Nelson, I believe is his mm-hmm. name. Yeah, you know his name. Okay, yeah, Tim Blake Nelson, who I I I think is great casting anyway because he's a again he's somebody you could put in anything. I'd be like, yeah. oh yeah, he's great. You know. Um, I mean, he could be Captain America, and I'd probably be like, "Oh, he's a great actor." Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, so I'm, I, I'm really excited to see what, what they do with this, considering I that's my favorite Hulk villain, mm-hmm. and he's in a Captain America movie, which is like, you know, shouldn't he have come back with Tim Roth in the uh, She-Hulk show, or maybe mm-hmm. he will before the end of it? Who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, I, I got, uh, but that made me really excited, and just the. And and the fact that this is um, happening, I guess, is is also exciting to me because I I had, I just had this sneaking suspicion for a long time that Falcon and the Winter Soldier was going to be the last time we saw Sam Wilson, at least until the next Avengers movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm not going to lie. I like part of me thought that as well um, mm-hmm. for for different reasons than you. I think, um, <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> but um, and so the fact that you know we have captain america 4 sam is cap um yep. i think is great um the fact that uh we're getting you know tim blake nelson back i think is 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 great um i think uh you know torres is going to be the new falcon i think that's great yep. um yep and uh, you know carl lumley I'm, I'm glad that he's going to be in this i'm hoping like it would be so cool like it would make my day and it would make it would make everything just so grand if there was a flashback sequence in this movie to the like the vietnam war and mm-hmm. and or the korean war and we have isaiah bradley as captain america like yep. i yep. like and and have and do, where they do something where they have like a dovetailing of those two stories like if they do if they do that then that is it's automatically like s tier like i don't care what anybody says it's automatically getting there it, and what uh, what got me excited about the Isaiah Bradley character being in Falcon Winter Soldier was that first arc of Young Avengers, you know, mm-hmm. with uh, uh, blanking on on his name, uh, Eli. Yes, uh, with Eli, and because I remember like reading that, and that was 
was what I, I, maybe you know better than I do. Was that the first time they had talked about the fact that uh, the, technically the first Captain America was black? Yeah. Okay, I thought because so. because truth came out right after that. Okay, okay, I got gotcha. you. Or it was um, right before, but like truth came. Like I know truth came out, and people was like, "What the hell is this? Like, why would they do this?" Mm-hmm. Um, and then the and then like they made it officially. Yeah, that's what happened. Then they made it officially canon in in the in Young Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, because I I thought that was awesome, and yeah. So when he was introduced in in uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like. Oh, I lost my damn mind. Yeah, um, like we're gonna get for, an, no, another no, for, great character <laughs> for for two reasons. Number one, because I never thought that that would happen, and mm-hmm. number two, that it was Carl Lumley, who like yeah. like I have a semi personal connection to. So, oh, uh, okay. Well, he he went to college with my dad. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm like, and he doesn't do he doesn't like go to cons or anything. No. But like my my whole thing is like I was like I need to be at a con that he's at. And then, uh, and then be like, "Hey," and just and like, and just kind of talk to him, and then, and then, um, hopefully, that'll be my in. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember, then... like, because because when he when we were young, when I was younger, like, he sent my dad a tape of like the pilot of of Mantis. Like, my dad just got that, and so oh we, wow, and, so we had that for like I don't know where it is now, but we watched that before it came out, before it came out, like you know, like was broadcasted, mm-hmm. um, and. I remember one time, like when I was a little bit older, I asked him, I was like, so what was Carl like? And he was like, he was like, oh, he's a lot like you. I was like, really? He was like, yeah, he was a big old nerd. I was like, <laughs> all right. Um, the uh, the Justice League episode of uh, the In- Inside of You podcast. Yeah. Uh, 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 Carl talked, I think the most, despite them saying that they always thought he was the quietest. Mm-hmm. And he really opened up on, on that show. Yeah. It was really interesting. Um you know, I will always recommend Inside of Me with Michael Rosenbaum mm-hmm. to the listeners because that that's the podcast that got me into podcasting okay. um, and, and podcasts it, in general. It, wait, it, it wasn't always hold on to Smallville? I mean, it was it was a combination of <laughs> um, both of them, I think, you know, Uh yeah, wait, do you mean do you mean Talkville? Because that's that's the small <laughs> <laughs> Um but uh but anyway, uh I, I, I'm very excited for the uh it, it's so interesting to me that, that Marvel is the, the MCU I should say is really embracing the, the legacy hero stuff because yes. it's something that the comic books I think have always kind of struggled with. Mm-hmm. Um whereas I think DC is great at it and especially with rebirth when they brought all, all this stuff back right yeah it, it was it was a chance for them to embrace their legacy rather than ignore it like they did during the new 52 yeah i think you know dc's problem i think though unfortunately with some of these legacy characters is they keep them in the same spot they don't they don't evolve them past what we've known them as right. the only one that the only one that's really gotten a chance to do that is dick grayson um but like you would think that they that, that something would have happened with Wally West but they didn't um and now he's kind of awkwardly stuck as being Flash while Barry's Flash and <laughs> even though like Wally's the better Flash um <laughs> by in, in in many respects and he's also yep. the more interesting character yes. um and I mean there's a reason why 
when we see flash on depicted on screen and have you know you know in the times that we have post the 90s flash show is Mm -hmm. the personality of that character is wally not barry there's a reason for that so um and so like and you know like even the cw flash there's there's, like grant is doing a a good amalgamation of both barry and wally in his his portrayal um you know the dcu that you know uh, homeboy was acting like acting like wally just in the dcau it was wally right so Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and so and so wally now is kind of stuck in this weird limbo of like well he's the flash but barry's the flash also and so i'm i'm in the camp that like wally needs another like his own code name um like Mm -hmm. his his own thing uh kind of like kind of like dick grayson i think he's earned that um yeah yeah but at the same time for, for a lot of people he's the flash so it's 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 weird um yeah and the same thing with donna troy they keep killing her and bringing her back they don't know what to do with her um <laughs> you know the list goes on for a lot of for a lot of these characters they've kind of largely largely forgotten about um about roy harper and they've also kind of largely forgot about connor hawk as well um yeah just kind of hanging out doing some weird stuff um and so yeah with, D- with uh, in the robin book <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Of, of all things so right. Uh, DC's problem, I think, is like with their problem with it, they they don't evolve the characters. Where Marvel, they fully embrace it. Like, well, this person, like you know, this legacy, like you know, the legacy has been passed down. This character is is taking the mantle and is going to take the mantle for this. And like, there's no debate about it. There's just like, here you go, boom, Sam is Captain America. Like, like yeah. they just they just do it, right? You know, Riri is Ironheart. She's just doing it. Miles Morales is Spider Man. Boom. Like they they don't. They don't do anything odd about it. They just, you know, Kate Bishop is Hawkeye. Boom, right? Yep. They just do it. And so I wish DC would do that. But the, their, their prob- part of their problem, though, is that too many of their characters are huge pillars and mainstays of not just comic book culture, but like Pop world culture, culture yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, there, there's a reason why, you know, they're having a problem with, you know, John Kent as Superman um, is because people want to read about read clark yep it, it it's a it's a whole odd thing there and i like john kent i like connor hawk i like all these characters but yeah he, you they've know, also, they, speaking of connors they've forgotten about connor kent also completely which i oh i love him he was one of my favorite characters yeah, same so but you know it's uh Oh, it's frustrating. But, yeah. Uh, but I, you know, I, I I love these these different characters like you were talking about because, you know, uh, another good example. Uh, she's not. I don't think she goes by this anymore. But uh, when, uh, oh, right, what was I thinking of? X twenty three when she became uh, Wolverine. Laura. Yeah. Yeah, Laura. Okay. I, I was thinking Laura, and I was like, that's not right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, she she was like she's the Wolverine now. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, of course she is. Mm-hmm. Like, what and, else is she going to be? And that Tom Taylor run on that book was just fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I just, I I get so excited seeing these, uh, you know, like, you know, we're getting an Ironheart show and we're getting, you know, Sam as Captain America now. Uh, and as much as, as there's a big part of me that wishes that we'd gotten Bucky as Cap and then Sam as Cap. Part I of me wishes that too, but I also yeah. like that Bucky is his own thing. I yes, like that he's yeah. the Winter Soldier. 
or the uh, the white wolf. I guess yeah. <laughs> they they're kind of trying to make him, but kinda. I don't think it's sticking. <laughs> so I, think I, just... That's just, I think that's just what the 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 Wakandan ladies call him. <laughs> I bet they do. <laughs> I'm sure uh, they do. No, Bucky gets around. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, more than Steve anyway, as she Hulk. Oh from. yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, but you know it's. Uh, so it's it's exciting to see these these things that you know you were talking about. You never thought they'd see them happen for obviously different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, for me, it's like I, I you know, the idea of, and you know, when I when it was two thousand seven, I I still couldn't fathom that an Iron Man was being made. Oh, same. And, and now it's like, oh, it's, these comics that I was reading are becoming real now. You know, which is my Dude, in two thousand seven, the general world, like the, the the like the average person walking this planet, did not know who Tony Stark was in two thousand seven. Right, right, right. Yeah. Only only like nerds knew who Tony Stark was in two thousand seven. And and Tony Stark in two thousand seven was not who he was in the movie. No, not at all. <laughs> the the movie you know gave him a personality really yes um that's that's a that's another huge triumph of the mcu is the fact that like they have taken characters who were not their a or b list and made them household names number one number two had gave them defining traits and personalities and, and, and and quirks that didn't really exist in the comics because they were not the books that people were reading and now they're doing the same thing for their legacies who let's be real a lot of them were created just to be you know the partner the best friend and in in a lot of cases the ethnic partner and best friend mm-hmm. and so they didn't really have any personality or quirks outside of just being that and now right. they are three-dimensional characters and they've done that for them in a very short period of time all things considered it's 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 incredible to, to, to what they've achieved here um yeah and i i i i i don't think they get enough credit for that yeah, um, the, I think the best example of that is Wong, uh, yeah. being that he was very much just a typical Asian manservant. Yes, and and now he's the you know Sorcerer Supreme and and is popping up in uh, you know uh, what was the last Marvel project? Doesn't matter. Wong was in it. Uh, yeah. So, um, and you know, like when he showed up in She Hulk, I was cracking up. I was like, everybody lo- like everybody loves him. But again, yeah. that was that was just a nothing character, right? Yeah. Um, Sam Wilson had no personality other than being I'm Cap's best friend and sidekick. That was yep. that was it. Mm-hmm. But he now has one, right? Yeah. You know, so you know, that's this is a this this is a whole lot deeper than people realize. I think. <laughs> it's it and it's significant too, you know, and mm-hmm. it, and it and it means something, you know, especially when it's Don Cheadle who was already a yes. famous actor at the time. Coming he's on like, to Iron Man, like and like he's an award-winning actor and a highly claimed actor. Yes, like if you look at if you look at the the projects that he's done and seen some of the movies that he's done, this dude is a serious is a serious serious player player and a serious actor, right? Yeah, like like and I I appreciate his loyalty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it and especially because one of the things I was reading about, it was kind of outside of D twenty three, but they said that his contract is up. So him mm-hmm. being in these projects is just, he wants to be in them. Yeah. Uh, so it's not even a, and I'm sure there he's got a hefty paycheck to go along with well, it. Yeah. But, 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 th- but, but it goes to show he doesn't need to do this. Like that guy doesn't need to do this. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, and one thing I was uh, 
know, transitioning into our last topic here, mm-hmm. uh, I was excited to see him a part of was Secret Invasion. Yeah. Because uh, I did not know he was in that. Um, but uh, this was something that when they first announced this, I think pre-pandemic uh, Comic-Con, mm-hmm. uh, so like 2019, they were like, oh, we're going to do Secret Invasion. It's going to be Nick Fury and the Skrulls. And, and my first thought was like, you know, like <laughs> you, you, you're missing the point. The, the great part about it was all the different heroes and how this affected Tony and how it split up the Avengers and how Norman Osborn became head of the head of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know. And uh, yeah. I mean, Osborn wasn't going to be in this anyway because no, of, cause he's not know. around anyway. <laughs> Apparently not, you know, uh, unless it's that animated multiverse (laughs) spider-man freshman year thing uh but and and so for the longest time i just thought i'm so bummed because that's my one of my well that is my favorite um uh, excuse me uh marvel event oh Um, really yeah that's the event that got me back into marvel comics big time um interesting mine was house of them oh that's a good one too (laughs) Um, like when the mo- I'll tell you the moment that got me. The moment that got me was when Magneto catches the Sentinel um, in mid flight. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" <laughs> <laughs> yes. Awesome. Uh, um, the uh, <laughs> oh my god, uh, House of M with uh, my one of my favorite bits is uh, when Logan escapes. Shield oh yeah. Uh huh. And and he's trying to reach any hero he can Everybody, find. Everybody, yeah. And then he sees those like that biker gang, and he just walks towards them, you know, snick. And then that's uh-huh. the end of the thing. I was just like, I, was, I feel like I just watched Hugh Jackman do that, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, and he's done that. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, gosh, I miss him. Um, I mean, he's still around. I just mean, yeah. you know, it's Wolverine. Uh, also, uh, a cameo I would not mind in Secret Wars is if he came back. Yeah, I'd be cool with that. That'd be good. that'd be great. Um, but but all that to say, I was not looking forward to this at all. Yeah. And then they debuted this trailer where I said, you know, I just kicked myself and said, this is Chris Evans as Captain America all over again, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to trust the the geniuses behind this stuff. It it has the uh, it, it, it doesn't look like the comic book, obviously, but it has the spirit of it. And that's. Mm-hmm. And that's what excites me about it. Yeah, no, I agree. It, it, it took me by surprise because I wasn't feeling it either when they announced that they were going to do this. And it, and it was just, it was going to be, it wasn't going to be as big as I thought it should be. Because I honestly, you, like you hear Secret Invasion is like, oh, well, that's going to be the next big Avengers thing. Right. right and then right. And this will lead and this will lead to disassembled. I was like, okay, I see. I see what's going on. And mm-hmm. clearly this is not what they're doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. um, so, and now I see, you see this trailer. It's like, oh okay i'm on board i i was uh very pleasantly surprised because I, and i didn't actually realize this until i was i was reading about it that this is the first time that sam jackson is going to be the lead in a marvel project yeah um he's always been uh either secondary or tertiary or you know whatever the version of that like 18th is mm-hmm. uh she so get further and further down these uh avengers movies yeah, but uh, it you know, and and side note, like it's I think it was a little bit of an oversight that he wasn't shown in the final battle of Avengers Endgame. No, like he should have come through a portal. Just yeah, with, a, with 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 the you know he would just have a gun, but yeah, Maybe that big <laughs> old gun from Avengers. Bazooka, <laughs> yeah, him and the bazooka. Him him and the bazooka. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, but uh, you know they also missed out on the defenders showing up in that. Yeah, they did. 
that's a, but that's a whole other conversation that you know we don't have time for. But yeah. uh, but I'm I'm very very excited. Uh, Secret Invasion is one that I revisit quite frequently, mm-hmm. and uh, and it, it just uh, one of my favorite bits in that book. And again, why I was bummed that it, when I first heard about this was uh, like towards the end when the, all the Avengers are fighting the Skrulls. Uh, Spider Man goes, you know what? I don't think this is that bad. And I yeah. forget who he's talking to, and they're like, oh. Like, why do you say that? He's like, because if it was, I'd we'd see the Watcher guy, and he's not here. And he turns around, and he's like, oh god, there he is, you know. <laughs> um, which is a lot like uh, going back to the Lego movie. Uh, yeah, you know, Lego Batman kept <laughs> saying that, it's like, it's not like a ship is just going to show up out of nowhere. And oh my uh-huh. gosh, you know. So, um, and I just realized that connection there. Um, <laughs> but you know, so that's one of my favorite Spider-Man bits from that. Uh, uh, that story, mm-hmm. uh, or actually, one of my favorite Spider-Man bits of all time, because yeah, it's just—it's a good one. I feel like that's how I would react in that situation. Like, you know what? I think we're going to be okay because the Watcher's not here, and up uh-huh. there he is. <laughs> like, we are friggin' after. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see what they do with this because I think, it, I mean, this like Secret Invasion, the comic, this obviously isn't it, right? You yeah, know, we're going to get. I don't think we're going to get Dark Reign and the, the no. rise of Norman Osborn or anything no, like no, that, no. But uh, which is a shame because that was amazing too. Uh, but it's – I'm excited to, to see what will happen after mm-hmm. because that, you know, that comic for you know, that story – and Marvel used to be really, really good at this where they would say, oh, this, this is going to change everything. And for yeah. a couple of years, it did change everything. They meant it, yeah. And it just got to the point where they just did mega event after mega event after mega event, like every like six months or so. Yeah. And I stopped buying some of them because I was like, I, I can't keep up with all this. I'll just get the next one. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's the subway, right? Like, you know, I'll just wait for the next train. So, yep. Um, like, uh, what was the one called? Axis? I don't even think I ever read that one. So. <laughs> I don't think I did either. So, but uh, I did read Superior Iron Man that came out of it that Tom okay. Taylor wrote. I highly recommend because gotcha. number one, it's Tom Taylor and mm-hmm. uh, Daredevil's in it. So there's that. There you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, this you know th- this whole D twenty three thing, I, it's I think it's kind of fun to just uh, you know when it's happening, I'm just kind of sitting on Twitter, almost like it's a you know a vertical version of like a news banner, right? (laughs) But I'm just like looking at it going, Oh, they're announcing this. Oh, they're saying this. Oh, they're showing footage from this. And of course there's all the different um, regular Disney stuff that I'm excited about. Uh, I guess just because of having a little kid, right? Oh yeah. Uh, Snow White and Little Mermaid. I think, you know what? I I think they showed footage from Snow White, but we didn't get to see it. Mm -hmm. But uh, either way, I'm excited because Gal Gadot is in it, and uh, Rachel yeah. Ziegler is in it, and Rachel mm-hmm. Ziegler, you know, uh, if Florence Pugh finds me annoying and doesn't want to keep going, you know, <laughs> please, you have my, I can give you my number as well. But, uh, but then, you know, uh, kind of what we were talking about before, all this stuff with uh, Haley Berry, mm-hmm. uh, who I keep thinking is Halle Berry, and I really had to think this time to yeah. not say Halle Berry, and all the crap that she's been subject to over the past couple weeks is just garbage anyway yeah but and, and let me tell you that the the target audience for this including my three-year-old daughter mm-hmm. they're gonna look at that and go 
wow, can we watch that again? That's exactly what they're going to say. So, you know, the rest of y'all can just, you know, head on back down south. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> well, actually, don't. Lance is there. Get yeah, away from I was about that. to say, you do realize I, I do live in the south. <laughs> I have to deal with this all the time. I, I meant metaphorically. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> uh, yeah. leave Lance alone, you jerks. Um, <laughs> but uh, so... But but uh, all that stuff, you know, I, I got really excited about, and uh, and just real quick on that tangent for another moment, um, the uh, we we we've talked about this before, so that's why I was excited to mention this was um, when people t- try to say stuff like, "Oh, Hollywood has no original ideas," I say uh, Pixar does, you know, yes, the do. the Elemental movie, um, mm-hmm. while the story itself is classic and cliched. The, the way they do it is so interesting that, yes. you know, uh, I mean, Inside Out, you know, I know they're doing a second one, which I'll give it a shot because, you know, for every, uh, you know, Cars 2 or Cars 1 or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. but but for every Cars 2, there's a Toy Story 2, right? So yeah. it's, it's uh, you can't, you know, judge judge them all the same, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it I, I just get excited that they they are coming up with new ways to tell classic stories. Yes. And, and I'm glad that we're seeing that with, with Disney. And I, I think, you know, to tie it back, you know, we're, we're seeing a lot of that with Marvel now, you know, we get to, we get to have this really diverse, weird stuff. We get to have werewolf by night. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then we get to have, you know, she Hulk, yep. which is, you know, just, it, it it should almost be on ABC, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, might as well. Right, right. And but then we get something more, you know, classic comic booky with uh, Captain America: New World Order. And, mm-hmm. uh, it, there's it's what I say about comics all the time and comic cons um, is that there's something for everybody. There really you know? is. And so if you're not into the the superhero stuff. I think you could still enjoy She-Hulk, but yeah. um, but in terms of comics, um, a buddy of mine were talking the other day, and he said, you know, what's a, a good example is uh, like uh, he knew a lot of women that weren't into superhero comics, but uh, but that they loved Sandman, you know, mm-hmm. that that uh, Sandman was their jam, and it's like I've heard that from a lot of women too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Uh, but you know, so like I said, there's something for everybody, and I'm glad that Pixar is amazing at that. As you know, we've mm-hmm. we've talked about that plenty of times, um, and uh, and Marvel is just, you know, I mean, all, every time I think I don't know about that, they 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 figure something out. Yeah, they tend to surprise me, and uh, I don't enough enough can't be said about just how excited I am for the the MCU's future. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so I'm Lance, still the, the king. <laughs> they're not giving up that crown any any damn time soon. As much as yep. David Zaslav over at WB thinks he can take it, uh, <laughs> you poor bastard. Yep. <laughs> uh, Lance, uh, as always, uh, such a blast, and uh, I'm glad we get to sit down and talk about this. Uh, you know, th- this kind of stuff that if we were on the playground, you know when we were like little kids there's yeah. no way in in hell we would be saying i can't wait for captain america 4 you know yeah never thought it would happen 
Yeah. Even it, like you've heard, you know, you know, me and Zach talk about like uh, us talking about this stuff at our lunch table in high school. Yes. Right? Yes. Yep. Um, and even then we were like, there's no way there were like, we never, like if we had a time machine to go back to tell us ourselves then that, that we'd be on a fourth Captain America movie and mm-hmm. there's going to be, there's about to be a fourth and fifth Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. Like we'd be like, there's no way, no yeah. way. Yeah. It, it's, it's insane and mm-hmm. kids today are just just so spoiled. spoiled yeah and it's like you, you don't know man when i was know how hard it was when i was your age we just we didn't know if the next batman movie was going to be good or not and... was, no, i know but it was it, it was it was hard to be us back in the day i i i remember being like such a huge batman fan and getting kind of picked on for it and then one time i was in a, my uh my sister and i and my dad we took our other sister to like a college visit mm-hmm. and i had like a a lunchbox full of batman toys that i was just kind of playing with yeah. and people kept coming and there were people that came by and said where did you get that and it was the first time i realized that oh other people like batman like yeah. you know it's it's not just me who's getting picked on for no reason yeah. so uh so that was uh and and now it's like you can't you know, you you can't go down an aisle at Walmart without seeing some sort of Avengers T-shirt. You know, you can't. It's, it's on. It's it's unreal. Yeah, <laughs> it's and the fact that Secret Invasion is going to happen and scrolls are going to be yeah. like a topic. The scrolls are going to be a thing that people talk about that the average person will know what it is. Yeah, and uh, also throwing this out there, be a really good time to introduce the Fantastic Four because uh, the, the scroll. Yeah. Oh, awesome character. Um, especially Secret Invasion when they have like six Super Scrolls. Yes. <laughs> I I just remember staring at it going, okay, so this one's the Defenders and this one's the Avengers and this one's you know. mm-hmm. so, <laughs> um but uh but you know, good time to introduce Fantastic Four because that's where the scrolls debuted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fantastic Four number two. Uh for all those nerds out there. That's mm-hmm. I'm one of you. I'm there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah, it's Again, I could probably go on and on and on about how excited I am and um and what a what a crazy time it is to be to be a fan and to be Yeah. For uh, real. and to, and to also be a parent or you know, raising a kid with all this. It's like here's something you will have that I never had, mm-hmm. which is the the love of your father. I mean I mean uh comic Oof. books. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whoops, that went dark. Uh, <laughs> uh but uh just kidding, folks. Anyway, <laughs> just to be clear, it's a joke. But, uh, but you know, as I said, Lance, this is a total blast. Uh, so yeah. if people are looking for you and where to hear your uh, sultry voice more, where can they uh, where can they find you at? Uh, they can find me at Sir Lance Laster on all my social medias. And you can find me over on Always Hold on Arrow. <laughs> and we, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Do Not Fail Our Pod. Uh, awesome show if you're a fan of Arrow um, or a fan of Hallmark Christmas movies. They also talk oh, about yeah. those. We, we do so, talk about those. <laughs> uh, it's going to be that time not <laughs> before you even know it. Oh, it's it, we're almost there, man. <laughs> uh, those those conversations that you've had on uh, Always Hold On to Smallville, I've, I've just loved. I'm like, <laughs> this is the last thing I expected to hear today, and it's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, as for me, you can find me at Spider-Man Books um, on Twitter or uh, email me, spidermanbooks at gmail.com. 
And we're, we're excited, man. D23 happened. Comic-Con happened. All sorts of crazy awesomeness is coming your way. And there's only one way to ex ex exclaim it would be uh, Excelsior. 